If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. We'll start today with a story, and it is one of those stories where we can put politics aside for a moment and just say our government did the right thing and applaud them for doing so. Uh, This is an issue where there really isn't any kind of political disagreement. I think there's a consensus uh, that Canada was right to step in here. There may indeed be some fallout, as we've seen. The Saudis uh, can be awfully sensitive about these things. Uh, But the story today is that an 18-year-old Saudi woman who has uh, been in Thailand, concerned that she was going to face further abuse from her family if returned to Saudi Arabia, has been granted asylum here in Canada. Here is Prime Minister Trudeau confirming that earlier today. Canada, as you know, has been closely following the situation with Ms. Rahaf al-Kunun. Our diplomats in Thailand have been engaged with uh, our partners and allies, uh, particularly with the United Nations High Commission for Refugees. Uh, The UNHCR uh, has made a request of Canada that we uh, accept uh, Ms. Al-Kanun as a refugee, and we have accepted uh, the UN's request uh, that we uh, grant her asylum. Uh, That is uh, something that we are pleased to do because Canada uh, is a country that uh, understands how important it is to stand up for human rights, to stand up for women's rights around the world, uh, and uh, I can confirm that we have accepted the UN's request. And now after Saudi Arabia expelled our ambassador last year, um, do you worry this could further impact our relationship with the kingdom uh, taking on this refugee? Canada has been unequivocal that we will always stand up for human rights and women's rights around the world. This is uh, part of a long tradition of Canada uh, engaging constructively and positively in the world and working with our partners, allies, and uh, with the United Nations. And when the United Nations made a request of us that we uh, grant Ms. Al-Kunun uh, asylum, uh, we, uh, we, uh, uh, we accepted. Now, this has all happened relatively quickly. It'll be a, a week ago tomorrow. Uh, that this young lady arrived in Thailand. Initially, she was denied entry. Uh, Thailand, after attention started to be focused on this case, relented, allowed her into the country. It was Wednesday of this week when the United Nations ruled that she was, in fact, a legitimate refugee. Uh, early on, it appeared as though she was going to be resettled in Australia. Obviously, that changed over the last couple of days. Uh, the 18-year-old has said she was fleeing from her family out of fear they would kill her for renouncing Islam, something that is punishable by death in Saudi Arabia. She also said that her family had abused her physically and psychologically, at one point locking her in a room for six months after she cut her hair and rebelled against wearing the hijab. Well, joining us uh, for some thoughts on this case and the importance of Canada standing up as it has, Kyle Matthews joins us, Executive Director of the Montreal Institute for Genocide and Human Rights Studies at Concordia University. Kyle, thanks for making some time for us here today. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Your reaction uh, to the decision and Canada's involvement here? 
my reaction was it's a positive one. It's good to see someone who was really facing a dangerous situation and, and met all the criteria of, of uh, someone deserving asylum and to see Canada come forward and support her. I think it's very positive and there have been many many private citizens in Canada that have been tweeting at the, at the foreign minister, at the prime minister of the past few days saying, please, please accept her, please accept her. So, so I think it's a, it's a positive uh, story for everyone on this Friday to be proud of being a Canadian. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Now, as we've seen in the past, though, when it comes to Saudi Arabia and, and Canada's willingness to address human rights, there is a sensitivity on, on the Saudis' part. Uh, do, do you get the sense, though, that um, you know we're, we're willing to deal with that kind of a fallout, that, that may, there may be a price to be paid, but that standing up for human rights is more important? Um, I do think staying up for human rights is more important than making a few bucks off a regime uh, as such as the one that exists in Riyadh. I, you know, one has to ask how much worse can our relationships get with Saudi Arabia? And 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 you know, after the Jamal Khashoggi killing, after the anger at Canada for sending a tweet, I mean, a lot of the world is starting to get fed up with Saudi Arabia and, and sees it as a extremely dangerous country that that doesn't hold any of the values that we have. And um, and uh, I think more countries should be be doing this. I, I think um, you know there are thousands of people within Saudi Arabia that 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 want to escape, that feel that they're being oppressed, um, that 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 are being locked in rooms or are targeted for death for, for leaving their faith. And, and I, I think more countries should be helping those people, helping them escape and giving them a new, um, a new country to, to live in, a new society to be part of. Well, we talk about uh, the, the need for asylum. I mean, this seems like a, a textbook example of the kind of case that, that warrants that sort of intervention. I know there's been a lot of debate as of late about, you know, what constitutes a, a refugee, what constitutes legitimate asylum. But I mean, in a case like this, I mean, surely there's there's no debate. No, I don't think there is a debate. I mean, the interesting thing is that there have been a few other Saudi women that have tried to flee Saudi Arabia, and they have been uh, turned around. There's like a recent case of a woman that um, that flew to the Philippines and she was sent back and God knows what's happened to her. Um, but it really is a case, you know, in Saudi Arabia, many of the women are treated as second-class citizens. There's many people in the Arab world that refers to Saudi Arabia as, um, as being a gender apartheid. Um, you know, women don't have equal rights and uh, they're not allowed to, to travel freely. They need to have a male guardian and, and particularly those that leave their faith or, or, or renounce their faith um, is punishable by death, um, either by the government or by family members. And, and this young woman, uh, I followed her on Twitter the past week, and I, I saw she was posting tweets from her cousins that were in Arabic. You could translate them and see that they were threatening to kill her if she was returned. So she meets all the criteria. She was facing um, you know, uh, persecution and, and possibly losing uh, her life. So, so she meets all those criteria for a refugee. Yeah, indeed. Well, important developments uh, this week. Kyle, appreciate uh, you weighing in on this story. Thanks for making some time for us here today. Thanks for having me on. All right, take care. Kyle Matthews, Executive Director of the Montreal Institute for Genocide and Human Rights Studies at Concordia University. Uh, so some thoughts from him. And as he says, look, human rights needs to take precedent over you know, doing business with a regime like Saudi Arabia. You know, the, the reality is that we do do business with countries that have um, less than ideal human rights records. And it doesn't have to be an either-or equation. But when we need to call out these kinds of situations, we shouldn't shy away from doing so. It is entirely possible that there could be some fallout from Canada's decision here. Uh, that that could upset the Saudis, that could make the relationship even worse than it already is. That's a risk we have to be prepared to take. Uh, this woman was quite likely facing death had she been returned to Saudi Arabia. 
uh, is a pretty obvious case for for asylum. We believe in freedom of religion, freedom of expression, all of these things. And if somebody is facing death for what we would consider to be a fundamental freedom, I, I think we do have a role to play. Uh, this young woman was apparently uh, eager to come to Canada. I think Canada did the right thing by uh, stepping in to, to make that happen. So that story breaking today, as you heard, confirmed by the prime minister that indeed this young woman is going to be coming to Canada. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.